Bonjour. You're listening to the Living Well podcast. In this podcast, I will be taking you on my amazing journey to living well. I will be teaching you how to manage your mind as well as giving you the nutritional secrets I learned growing up in Paris. My goal is to help you achieve mind and body balance and to show you what is truly possible for you in your life. I am excited to share it all with you. I'm Carol, your host, Certified Life and Weight Coach. Welcome to the Living Well Podcast. Bonjour tout le monde. Hello everybody. Let's dive in. Today I want to talk to you about stress and help you on managing your stress better and on trying to feel less of it in your life. I think that feeling stressed and feeling stressed out is a very common factor right now to probably everyone. From stressing about the elections last week and now about what's coming ahead to stressing, of course, about all the different measures to prevent uh, getting sick from COVID, the COVID virus, to stressing about our loved ones getting the virus, potentially, to stressing about working from home, about the safety of our jobs, about flying somewhere for the holidays, maybe, or about stay, staying isolated for the holidays away from your family again. Um, there is just so much, and it's uncomfortable. But when that stress becomes almost um, disabilitating, then that's when we need to really find ways to regain control over it because it can be very unhealthy and it can lead to all sorts of problems. It can make us age faster and it can make us die sooner. It can cause numerous diseases such as diabetes and hypertension and dementia in the brain and, of course, cancer. And so this is why, uh, and to answer a few requests that I've received on this topic, I wanted to address um, as much as I could here with you to provide you um, some relief and some help. Um, there's a lot that we know, uh, scientifically, you know, proven methods um, today that really help us manage our stress better and manage this really kind of silent killer that is our bad stress. Uh, first of all, Vitamins, vitamins and nutrients, you know, nature offers us a lot uh, of beautiful vitamins and nutrients uh, like the B and the C vitamins that are really critical to our nervous system, um, but also magnesium and probiotics. Uh, they help with your sleep. They help with your uh, strengthening of your immune system. Um, there are also some great herbal remedies, um, for example, lemon balm. Uh, you can drink lemon balm tea or, you know, suck on gummies or whatever that have lemon balm. Um, there are different brands out there. If you um, need some help, please let me know and I will send you uh, my recommendations. Uh, there's also valerian, passiflora, um, and some wonderful essential oils. Uh, my favorite, of course, is lavender, uh, which, as you know, <laughs> As you might know, uh, we find a lot in the south of France, uh, particularly uh, in Provence, and uh, they um, they really help to you know calm to calm our agitation. Also, practicing mindfulness uh, is of course super beneficial. 
Uh, you can get a massage. You can practice yoga and Tai Chi and meditation, uh, as well as EFT, emotional freedom technique, which I speak about in details in episodes 23 and 24. The method I want to talk to you about today is a method that requires um, you to not buy anything. It doesn't require you to, you know, get anything outside of you or eat anything or drink any tea or anything or even lift a little finger. Uh, all that it requires is um, you uh, using the power of your thoughts. That technique has the power not only to address small stresses, but also to really tackle the worst and the most dangerous stresses for your health, uh, the one that really acts silently inside of you. So let's first talk about the two kinds of stresses that we have. There is the good stress and there is the bad stress, right? It's pretty simple, the good and the bad. So the good stress allows you to... Um, face a true kind of fight or flight situation. Our ancestors, when they went hunting for food, they would sometimes come face to face with a dangerous um, animal. And it is thanks to stress and to the rush of adrenaline in their body that they would come out alive most of the time or sometimes. So what takes place inside of you is that, you know, within kind of a split second, your sympathetic nervous system gets your body ready to run, ready to fight, um, or to maybe breathe deeper and better so that you can be more apt to face the danger. So the adrenaline is running in your body and it signals to your heart to beat faster. So your blood pressure rises, your organs are better irrigated, for the important effort that you need to deliver. Your face becomes more pale because the blood is requested in the other essential body parts, for example, in your arms, uh, in your legs so you can run, in your eyes so you can see better, even in, you know towards your nose so you can smell whatever danger can be coming your way because all of your senses are on alert. And then in your brain, of course, so that you can think and act as clearly as possible. So nowadays, lions and tigers are not so common down our streets. Um, even though I live here in Los Angeles and in the hills where we have a lot of coyotes and um, mountain lions. But, you know, that's still pretty, you know, pretty rare that we face such a danger. So Yet, it's the same mechanism that takes place in your body when you're faced with the lion or when, we're, when you're about to make a speech in public, even if it's a speech on Zoom presenting to your senior management. And it is something that I have been helping my clients a lot in these past few months of the pandemic as, you know, we're living in our bubbles in huis clos, as we say in French, and that stress comes for us for things that did not used to stress us out. And this kind of stress, the one that you feel like, you know, you have butterflies in your stomach, you have sweaty palms, your heart's racing. Um, this is all here to help you succeed and to help you overcome even super uncomfortable moments, such as speaking in front of a Zoom audience. Your body basically prepares you to give the best of yourself. 
And this so-called good stress can help you overcome the daily stresses. Uh, for example, you know, controlling uh, colleagues' annoying emails or an unhappy client or a deal that fell through or an argument at home with your other half or a conflict with your parent or with your child or with your best friend. And this uh, physiological mechanism helps you face the, the daily storms, but also helps you react to bigger dangers. For example, if you see your young chi child, you know, running towards the road, or let's say you're walking your dog and then the coyotes show up outside your home, right? So these body reactions can sometimes be truly life-saving. So this stress is good. But it takes a lot. It takes a lot of physical and mental energy. So it's only good if you're going to be able to rest and recharge after it happened. Because if you continue being stressed after the facts or the stress never seemed to end, it can affect everything. It can affect your digestion because your body's priority is not your digestion, right? When it's thinking a lion is running at you. It can affect your sleep, It can affect your uh, creative side because you can't think freely. You can't, you know, think, you can't think uh, with creativity when, when your brain is looping with all that is going wrong or could be going wrong. And the healing process gets complicated. Actually, research uh, shows that wounds in people who are stressed out take 40% longer to heal than wounds um, in more relaxed patients, which is logical because your body is focused on the uh, fight mode, not on the repair mode. It's a bit like running a marathon every day. You know, in French, there's a saying, um, après l'effort, le réconfort, which means that after an effort, You know, whether it's your body, your mind, or both, you need to comfort your body and you need to take care of it. And in that case, the stress can make you stronger. But when the stress becomes too frequent, that's when it weakens you. It gets you to a situation of burnout. And in psychology, they differentiate the useful stress from what is called the chronic stress, which is the more permanent and the more dangerous kind of stress. And the problem is that us human beings, we don't need to face, you know, a mountain lion in order to feel stressed. All we need is our imagination looping into the worst case scenarios every day. And when we use it every day, that's when it becomes very unhealthy and that's when it can keep us stuck. Yes, all we need to do is imagine a situation. Think of an upcoming dental appointment when we hate going to the dentist. Or think of, you know, you have to drive somewhere far or somewhere you've never driven to before. Or a difficult conversation with a spouse or with a friend that you have to have tonight. And um, our body then, you know, prepares for that discomfort and sees the worst in the situation And it's as, it's, um, as if you were faced with a lion, except that there is no lion and the level of adrenaline starts to become very unhealthy because it's too much adrenaline every day. 
You can't relax. You can't come down. And when that's shooting through your body every day, it's just not good for your health uh, physically and mentally. So this anticipation of the events, the thinking of the unknown can produce two reactions in your body. You either feel you can face it and your body acts like it's a competition or a challenge to defy and you're prepared to fight or flight with the necessary mental and physical resources. Or you think it's too much. You think it's too much for you and your body then goes into preparing to undergo this massive threat. You freeze and you start feeling emotions of high stress and of anxiety and sometimes of fear. And I want you to know um, that fear, F-E-A-R, stands for false evidence appearing real. I'm not going to go into, into uh, fear now uh, and how we address fears today because it deserves its own separate episode. Um, there's a lot of fear right now and it is definitely something I want to give you relief upon and I will um, probably talk about that next week. I think it's really important at the moment. So if you're part of the second category that stress tends to paralyze you in advance, that future events tend to loop in your head with all the possibilities and the ways that things could go wrong and all you feel like doing is more like hiding under the blanket rather than getting on with it, I have news for you. I have a good news and I have a bad news. <laughs> Which do you want first? <laughs> well, I guess I'll start with the bad news so we can end on a great note. The bad news is that if it's part of your daily life, it can shorten your healthy life. The good news is that you can act upon it. The method is available to you 24-7, no matter where you are. It's free, and with a little daily practice, it will work like magic. We are hardwired not to change. Our brains are designed to be efficient and to use the least amount of energy as possible to do their work. So when your brain regularly repeats something and memorizes it, which makes it efficient, so we don't have to go and reinvent the wheel every time we make our beds, every time we make our coffee, every time we drive our car, every time we dial a phone number or turn the TV on. So that is a super helpful process, unless it's a habit we don't like and a habit we don't want to come on autopilot anymore. So... Changing is 100% possible, and the study of neuroplasticity of our brain is really fascinating. We know so much more now than we did even just you know a couple of years ago. So how does it work? Well, to react differently to stress and to turn your bad stress away, all you need to do is to start thinking differently. I want you to start paying attention to your brain. Your brain is always going to want to do familiar things, even if the familiar means doing something that is not good for you. So the idea is to modify the perception of your stress in order to um, direct your thoughts to a more positive outcome. A lot of the times we're stressed because we are unsure of the outcome, let's say, of a doctor's phone call or of a, you know, divorce procedure, or of a 
you know, drive um, on busy roads. And the idea that we could be lacking control is what is giving our brain reasons for listing all that could go wrong instead of staying in the moment and choosing to trust and choosing to know that the universe always has your back and that all can absolutely go perfectly okay. It requires you talking to yourself gently. Tell yourself that when you are in a situation that makes your heartbeat go go faster, that your arms are tangling, that your stomach is upside down, that you feel like you have to run to the bathroom, it's for a purpose, a purpose that is useful to you and useful to your success and that it is not to put you in any more danger nor to stress you out any further. In a study on stress, students that were asked to think of their physiological reactions to a stressful situation as something that was actually useful to them have shown a lot less stress and anxiety and much greater results for themselves than those students who were not asked to think of our body, of their body's reactions as useful. The medical Nobel Prize, Elizabeth Blackburn, said that for a stressful situation, could be a sports competition, could be a public speech, for all of that to turn into a positive energy, we need to think, wow, this is such an exciting challenge. My heart is racing. My stomach is upside down. And it, and this is just my body's response to stress to help me best manage through this event. And it can be something else. It can be, you know, maybe, you know, going to your supermarket is causing you stress. Maybe, you know, going into some, you know, a crowded place or going to visit family in the middle of a pandemic is causing you stress. Like whatever it is for you, treat it as as if this was just a very exciting challenge. There is a fascinating book that I really recommend It's called The Body Keeps the Score. It is written by a Dutch doctor named uh, Bessel van der Kolk. And he helps us understand that our brain can heal even from the most severe traumas, abuse or, you know, veterans like having gone to war, for example. Um, But not only that, you know, because trauma can also come uh, from a layering of too many breaches of trust, too many heartaches, you know, and then it becomes very complicated for someone to trust again or to be in any relationships. And by the way, I, you know, there is no competing for victimhood. I think each person's level of stress is what shapes their body. And this author gives very specific techniques of breathing, of yoga, of EFT, emotional freedom technique, which, as I said earlier, I go in details in episodes 23 and 24 of this podcast, and that these techniques help you sort of bypass that circuitry of trauma in the brain and that it is possible to rewire our bodies by changing the way we think and by applying these daily practices. You might remember, because this is really the foundation of my teachings, our thoughts create our emotions. And the emotions in our body are just vibrations going through our body. They act like a magnet. So 
our emotions, whatever they are, they attract similar emotions because like attracts like. So when you feel stress, you attract more stress. It's a very vicious circle. And so for rewiring your brain into managing your stress better, you need to regain control over your brain. And to do that, um, you need to regain control over your thoughts. And to do that, you need to decide kind of ahead of time how you want to feel in that situation that appears stressful to you. Um, So for example, if it is an appointment at the dentist, you want to kind of you know, visualize yourself feeling um, a different emotion. So for example, you know, you, of course, you'd probably want to feel calm, but maybe feeling calm when you're super stressed out is something that's hard uh, for you to embody, for you to, you know, for you to go to. So what about trying to just feel prepared? Because, you know, that's gonna, that's gonna just help you uh, feel the emotion of preparedness and to keep visualizing yourself prepared. And it will eliminate a lot of the drama in your brain when the situation is there, when, when your appointment is there. So your brain won't have to make a decision in the moment because you'll have practiced feeling prepared for a couple of hours or days before. And so that exercise will help you to literally reprogram a new pattern of thought in your conscious brain, which is going to help generate um, easier feeling, easier vibrations in your body. And over time, one experience at a time, one appointment at a time, one challenge at a time, it's going to bring greater results for you and for your health. It's pretty much all the same as when, you you know, as when we're working on deciding our food plan ahead of time and making the decision from a conscious thinking brain rather than from our primitive toddler overreacting brain uh, over what we're going to eat tomorrow. So by aiming for more positive thoughts, you aim for feeling kinder and more peaceful emotions, which um, help you take better actions and create greater results for you and for your health and for your overall life. So to sum this up, if you want to manage stress better in your life, you need to take control of your brain and you need to start telling it what to think about. You need to be the one in charge of your thinking, to be in charge of your actions and in charge of the results you create for you in your life. Most people are focused on what they hate or on what they're stressed about or on what they fear. And guess what? They see more of it and they attract more of it. The upset attracts more upset. The stress attracts more stress. Whatever situation is causing you stress, Always try and connect to the result you want in the end. And from there, you write down the feeling you need to feel in order to create this result for yourself. And to feel this emotion, you need a thought because we always think something before we feel anything. So what do you need to think in order to feel prepared or to feel committed or to feel determined or whatever emotion you you feel you need in order to accomplish that task and not loop in the stress instead? 
what you need to do is to focus on love. Right now, more than ever, we have got to focus on the positive. So instead of being if afraid of your stress and looping with your stress, allow the stress to be there. Trust that the physiological signs in your body are there only to help you cope in the best way. And look for the good, look for the light, look for the positive. Why? Because when you focus on the positive, even if it's just small positives at the moment, you engage your brain to bring more positivity to you rather than keeping you in the stress escalating to anxieties type of scenarios. And when you think more positive, you feel more positive and your emotions They're your fire. They're your activator. They're the electrical charge that jolts your dreams into motion. To end this episode, I would like to offer you to take a moment to close your eyes. Close your eyes and think about your body. Your body is magic. Your body is your home. Your body is the one home You never move out of until the end. You have just this one amazing body and this one incredible brain. The beautiful body that you were given. The strong body that you were given. Your body allows you to do many, many things each day. And so I want you to know that you can regain control over your primitive brain to heal your stress and to heal your body. Treasure the magical energies that you have within you and start trusting yourself and trust your abilities for you have all that you need inside of you to heal and to manage your stress best and to live well. So breathe, breathe the beautiful, beautiful energy and send the stress and the worry out up to the sky. The universe has your back and I have your back. I am here for you. My beautiful friends, that is it for today. If you have found this episode useful, please leave me a review and share this podcast with all the women in your life. And together, let's help create a kinder world for all of us. Have a beautiful weekend, everybody. Stay safe. I love you and I wish you well. Merci beaucoup. Ciao, ciao. To work with me, please sign up for your free session on my calendar at www.calendly.com forward slash Cara the Life Coach. You can find the link in my bio. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to it on iTunes and share it with your friends. And together, let's learn to live well and help change the world one person at a time.